your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On This Podcast, one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050's Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive and 1050's Leafs Lunch. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating review. That would be much, much appreciated. And make us your first listen of the day. You can find Locked On Leafs wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Leafs sweep the California road trip. They go 4-0 on the road trip as a whole, including that 3-0 win in, uh, against the Islanders. They outscored their opponents on this road trip 18-4. 18-4, a plus-14 goal differential. They set a new record with 12 wins in a single month. The, the previous record of just 10, so they did it by two plus wins and did it in a 30-day month too, which I also think is is rather impressive. So we're going to go over uh, the past couple of games. We'll talk about what exactly went down on this road trip, but more so what went down over the weekend with a couple of victories over San Jose and Anaheim. And I'll go through my three stars of the weekend, and then we'll do a weekend roundup where we'll go around the league a little bit. Lots and lots and lots of news from around the NHL this weekend. Mark Bergevin out as general manager of Montreal. You had a biting fiasco and a couple of big-time stars. Well, stars, maybe not stars, but some some guys with some big terms, some big dollars, some guys who are paid a heck of a lot of money on their route to the AHL. So uh, a couple of big-time Big money guys, at least, sent uh, sent down to the minors via waivers. I'll tell you about who those guys are uh, in just a little bit, so make sure you stay tuned to hear all that. But before uh, we get to any of that, let's talk about the Maple Leafs and what exactly went down on this road trip. I mean, a couple of really good stats just to really show how well this team is gelling right now. They had 10 different goal scorers, so 18 total goals scored uh, on the road trip, scored by 10 different guys, seven of which had two or more goals, uh, 14 of the 18 goals scored at 5-on-5, five five. and if you'll recall, 5-on-5 five five scoring literally before this road trip was considered uh, uh, you know, a weak point for the Maple Leafs, so... You know, every time we start, you know, we we complain, hey, this isn't happening. All of a sudden, the Maple Leafs, they start to do it. So they just keep kind of checking off boxes. Remember, early in the season, it was, hey, we're not getting any scoring from the top six. All of a sudden, they go out and they rattle off like 16 straight goals or something like that. And then it was, well, now they're not getting any depth scoring. And then all of a sudden, you see the depth scoring start to start to pile up. And then it's, well, they're not really scoring at 5-on-5. Five five. The power plays at like 45%. You know, they're just winning games by a slim margin because they're not getting, you know, goals at 5-on-5. Five five. And now all of a sudden, 14, the last 18 scored at 5-on-5 five five over the course of this four-game roadie. Austin Matthews, three goals at 5-on-5 five five after going 10 straight in his previous 10, he's on a three-game uh, goal streak. He had previously not scored in back-to-back games. Now he has goals in back-to-back-to-back games. And over the course of this road trip, John Tavares and Michael Bunting leading the way with uh, with six points, both two goals 
four helpers, six points. Michael Bunting is really starting to flourish with Marner and Matthews. That line together really starting to pick up some steam, starting to put the puck in the back of the net. A lot of those chances, those expected goals from early in the season are starting to become actual goals, and it's looking really, really nice right now for the Maple Leafs. A team that's won like 13 the last 15 games, currently tied at the top of the NHL standings with 33 points through 23 games. Um, tied with the Washington Capitals, who have the same amount of points in one less game. So, you know, in terms of points percentage, they're not quite up at the top. But they do. They are tied with the Caps for uh, with 33 points. No, Nobody else in the NHL has more. Leafs also now leading the Atlantic Division as well with those 33 points. So uh, a great road trip in general. You even got two games in for the backup, the young kid, Joe Wall. You allowed uh, Jack Campbell to get a little bit of rest, which is something that he desperately needed after being worked and worked and worked all season long. I mean, the guys played more games than anybody else in the NHL, and he was fantastic tonight. Oh, man. Was he ever great? And and we'll get th- we'll get to tonight's game. We'll get to our our three stars of the game and three stars of the weekend. But you know, a special shout out to Campbell. Thirty nine saves. Um, you know, stop thirty nine of forty saves. And you know, the one goal was kind of just took a few bounces, and it ended up. Um, you know, a, a weird puck ended up right out in front of the goal, and uh, Hampus Lindholm, who is a defenseman, should not be net front as is, ends up banging away at the lone goal tonight um, against the Anaheim Ducks, but... Overall, it was a 5-1 victory against Anaheim, a 4-1 victory against San Jose on Friday. Two big-time wins, uh, and they finish off California with the sweep, um, which means it was, what, 18? No, sorry. Uh, Yeah, 14? No, 15-4 was the goal differential. 15-4 to was the goal differential, yeah, on this California road trip. Uh, Really, really good stuff out of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The 4-1 win against San Jose on Friday. We'll chat about that Eh, rather quickly. We'll go over it, but Joseph Wall uh, was outstanding. You know, he had that one sequence in the third period where he was just unbelievable, this guy. Like, had to make a couple of real big saves uh, and he came through big for for the Maple Leafs to kind of preserve that victory, and, and they were able to get the four one win. But you know, tonight five one victory over the Anaheim Ducks wasn't a great win. I think the scoreboard isn't necessarily as indicative of how big of a how close of a game it truly was. Uh, but nonetheless, another victory for the Maple Leafs. So they keep it rolling. Uh, seven straight road wins too, tying a franchise win streak record. So everything's coming up. Leafs right now it's kind of bizarre it really it's it's weird it's like why we we can never have nice things in Leafs Nation and right now there's just everything seems to be going right um the lone thing that is that that somewhat is wrong and and I guess we should we'll talk about this uh right now I suppose but Andre Kasha uh did not play in either of these two games this weekend he suited up in the game against LA um, but then did not practice the following Thursday, and then did uh, did not play Friday, didn't practice yesterday, and did not play today. Uh, he's going to be reevaluated when they get back to Toronto. The next game won't be until Wednesday. Uh, but he was apparently practicing with the team, and he was um, 
or sorry, not practicing. He was not practicing, but he was lifting weights and he was with he was in the meetings. So uh, not sure exactly what any of that means. Uh, hopefully he's not out too much longer, and it's just you know some bumps and bruises that they're just kind of being precautious about um, or being cautious about um, and holding him out for kind of precautionary reasons. But uh, regardless, even without him, a 4-1 win over San Jose, a 5-1 win over Anaheim. And tonight's game was interesting. You know, Austin Matthews kind of got the ball rolling in the second period there. No score through one. And then the second, Matthews, you know, gets a nice tip in in front from, uh, you know, TJ Brody. Sends it on net. And Austin Matthews going right to the net. This guy's he scored. He could score from many, many different areas. You know, he he can really rip the puck. We know that. He can shoot it. He can dangle you. He can deke you out out of your shorts. Or he can go stand net front. He could bang at rebounds like he did the other night in San Jose. Or he can get pucks or he can get his stick on uh, on pucks and get a nice tipping goal like he did tonight. Austin Matthews truly a, a goal scorer. And, and what I find to be most impressive about him, which is somewhat more impressive than a guy even like, like, like um, Alex Ovechkin, is that he scores in so many more different ways. He can he can beat you in any way possible, which is frightening if you're an opposing team or an opposing goaltender. Uh, but he got the ball rolling tonight. Then Michael Bunting added to the lead. He and Marner connected on a nice two-on-one. Bunting finally able to finish. He had so many good opportunities over this over this trip, really, over the stretch uh, since he's been with, with Matthews and Marner. He's had a lot of good looks, but hasn't quite been able to find the back of the net. You know, he's somebody who, who like, is a le- among the league lead in expected goals. Um, pretty sure he leads in expected goals per 60. So Michael Bunting, um, finally tonight, getting rewarded for all the, the hard work that he's been able to put in. Um, so he got the second goal. Alex Kerfoot scored tonight, 13 seconds into the third period. Good hard four check by John Tavares. Puck squirts out to Nylander, who sends it over to Kerfoot. All alone on the doorstep, too. Just roofed it past John Gibson. And then the Ducks able to get one. Lindholm on the doorstep there. Um, and then Kerfoot to Nylander, who scored as uh, an empty net goal. Which, by the way, selfless play. By Alex Kerfoot, and just you know, really, really selfless play by him to give up that surefire empty net goal and to give it to Nylander in post game. I heard him say, you know, hey, Willie did all the work; he deserved the goal. Um, so that's just that's just good, uh, you know, that's just a good teammate right there, and, and a great person, and, and truly a selfless play. And then Rasmus Sandin, or uh, sorry, Wayne Simmons ends up scoring like right after that. Actually, uh, an interesting little play. Sandin stops his own entry at his own blue line. Puck goes down the ice. Simmons able to get it over to Engvall, shoots it on net, creates a rebound, and Simmons, you know, gobbles it up and bangs it into the back of the net. And next thing you know, it's five one and the over hit. So if you bet the over, you can thank Wayne Simmons for not giving up on a play and having the Leafs not give up after an empty netter and still, you know, putting the the, the foot on the pedal and making sure that they do get another one uh, to, to hit the over if you were betting on that game. But, you know, like I said, it, it was a 5-1 game, uh, but it, it, the score is not indicative of that. Even if you look at the, you know, the expected goal for percentage, Toronto only had 52% of the goal. So realistically, this should have been like a 3-2 uh, Toronto win. That that That's what the score... Uh, that's what the, the, you know, possession, all the metrics, that's what it suggests. But Jack Campbell, you stop 39 of 40 pucks, 
You know, that's it's pretty good. Um, so that's going to lead me to our three stars of the weekend. But before we do, let me tell you about one of today's show sponsors. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back to the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano, the host of the show. And just a reminder that we are a daily Maple Leafs podcast. And make us your first listen of the day. Make Locked On Leafs part of your daily routine. And download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And get it uh, each and every day directly to your phone. Uh, all right, let's go through the three stars of the weekend. So once again, a 4-1 win Friday night against San Jose, a 5-1 Leafs win against Anaheim tonight. And uh, we'll start with our third star, and I'm going to give it to Austin Matthews. Thought he was kind of buzzing around all night. You know, had that one chance where he stripped the puck and uh, walked in on the breakaway and shot it wide. But, you know, he did score to open up the scoring on that tip by TJ Brody. Goals in in back-to-back-to-back games, won 58% of the draws tonight. Uh, Considering that the team as a whole only won 38%, you know, he was one of the the lone bright spots in the faceoff dot tonight. But, you know, just kind of uh, relentless on the puck in the O-zone. You know, he, he really... The guy's just a, a beacon of consistency, and tonight was another good game out of Austin Matthews. Uh, second star of the weekend, giving it to Michael Bunting. You know, he's extremely involved on Friday, uh, wasn't able to to put the puck in the back of the net, but did finally score one here tonight. Um, you know, maybe one of the more easier, less greasy goals that he's had to score this season. Like, his goals traditionally are right out in front of the net where he's banging out rebounds or he's taking it hard to the net, or, you know, he, he just, you know, getting a, a tip or something. But tonight, nice, easy, two-on-one, odd man rush, and Marner kind of floats it over to him, and he lets it rip and, and beats the goaltender and uh, gave the team a 2 nothing lead. But, you know, he's had many, many chances of late, and they're finally starting to drop for Michael Bunting. He's got six points in his last four games over the course of this road trip. Uh, so Michael Bunting looks like... He, Matthews, and Marner really starting to, to find their footing, and, and you know, pucks are starting to go in for these guys, and uh, that's a really good thing, especially if the Maple Leafs are going to continue playing as well as they do defensively. Um, a really, really good sign for the Buds. Uh, our my number one stars of the weekend has to go to the tendies. It's got to be the goaltenders. You know, you think back to Joseph Wall on uh, on on th- on Friday night. Um, one of now just five Maple Leafs goaltenders to start their Maple Leafs careers, 3-0. and He made 34 of 35 saves and really came up huge in the third. There was that one sequence in the third where, where you know, San Jose really started to press. And uh, it just, it seemed like it was almost going to get away from them a little bit. But it didn't, you know, um, uh, Joe Wall able to kind of, 
stand his ground, turn pucks aside, and he was fantastic. And then tonight, Jack Campbell, 39 to 40 stops, you know, expected goals of 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 uh, 240-ish. Uh, at at 5-on-5 and only allowed the one. So, you know, his expected goals is going to go up. His goalie point share is going to go up. His save percentage at 975 going to go up. And, you know, Michael or or, uh, (laughs) Jack Campbell has just been amazing. And, you know, he spoke today at at, uh, or yesterday, rather, at practice after skating. You know, he said, yeah, it's nice. I feel refreshed. I got a couple of days off. He didn't play since Wednesday. So from Wednesday to Sunday, didn't have any real hard work. He was just able to kind of go and go about himself. They had a nice team dinner for Thanksgiving on Thursday. He got to sit and watch Joe Walt do his thing on Friday. Then got a nice light practice in on Saturday and finally got back to the game on uh, on Sunday and he was just spectacular as always. Um so Jack Campbell, Joe Walt, those are my number one stars on the night. Giving an honorable mention though to Alex Kerfoot who had a goal and an assist tonight. But really I just wanna to give him that that honorable mention because of the selfless play on the Nylander goal, the empty netter. I mean this guy legitimately could have just shot the puck into the back of the net. Nylander gave it to him. It was a two on oh. No there was absolutely no no way that he would not have scored if he wanted to, but he gave it up, gave it to Nylander and said, nope, you did the hard work. You're the one who skated out of the zone, you know, deked around a couple of guys. It's your goal. You earned it. You get it. Here you go. And, uh, you know, Nylander ended up getting rewarded for the hard play um, from him tonight. And Alex Kerfoot, really, he's, he's, he's really starting to become a, uh, a staple in this top six. Like, I'm thinking... Kerfoot, Tavares, and Nylander, like it's such a, it's a good little line. They work hard in both ends of the ice. Um, I, I really like what they've been doing. John Tavares, he and Michael Bunting on this road trip lead with six points, both of them. JT's got three straight two-point nights. Had a two-point night tonight, a two-point night in San Jose, and then a two-point night in L.A. So a really, really solid California road trip for the captain. You know, he's someone who works hard in all areas of the ice as well. So want to give him an honorable mention as well. And the other reason why I actually didn't, I was thinking about using him as my third star, and then I remembered how awful he was in the face-off draws tonight. And I just couldn't pull myself to do it. So I'll give him an honorable mention along with Kerfoot. But 3 for 16 in the faceoff dot. Something that Tavares has been outstanding at all season long. And tonight just, I don't know what happened. This dude could not want to draw to save his life. 3 for 16, 18% just... I thought it was a typo, legitimately. When I looked at, at his percentage, his faceoff percentage tonight, I saw 18%. I was like... Huh? Am I looking at, like, situationally? Like, what's going on here? But no, 3 for 16. 3, 1 draws, 13 lost draws. Didn't go very well uh, for him tonight in the face-off dot. But despite that, you know, when you work hard defensively, you work hard in the offensive zone, you're still rewarded with some production, with some points, and he did with uh, with a couple of points in this one. All right, um, so yeah, a successful California road trip to pick up all six points. They pick up all eight points on the road. Again, seven straight road wins. Um, they set a new record with 12 wins in the month of, of November. Well, 12 wins in a single month and happened to do it in the month of November, which is only a 30-day month. So to me, that even makes it uh, somewhat somewhat more 
impressive, let's say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great trip. The, the the Leafs are buzzing. They're playing extremely, extremely well. Next up, they've got the Colorado Avalanche as they return home to Toronto. They've got Colorado on Wednesday. So they'll have a couple of days off to, to relax, to pull themselves together. I think tomorrow's going to most likely end up being an off day after a pretty tough road trip where they I don't think they had a day off uh, since they started in California. So it should be a day off Monday and then get right back at it on Tuesday. And then uh, the game will be on Wednesday. So, you know, the Leafs playing extremely well right now, rolling, rolling, rolling right up at the tippy top of the league in the standings. It's uh, it's good to be a Leaf fan right now. And I know there's a lot of skepticism out there like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. And I understand it. I totally understand it. You know, based on what we've seen over the last five years, I get the skepticism. I have the same skepticisms as you until you show me what you can do in the playoffs. I, you know, it, it, this is somewhat meaningless because they won their division and they cakewalked the, the their division last year and in the regular season last year. And then they got ounced, bounced in the first round of the playoffs. So I totally get the skepticism. But let's enjoy the highs. Enjoy the highs. Like, that's kind of the fun part about sports. You enjoy the highs. You have to go through the lows um, to enjoy those highs. But uh, the way that they're playing right now, the way that they're buying in defensively, buying in, um, you know, the way that Sheldon Keefe wants to play, they're, they're you know, possessing the puck a lot more than the, than the other team. They're not allowing the other team. They're not allowing as many, nearly as many odd man rushes as they once were. They're not turning the puck over as much as they were. Although tonight, they, they were a little sloppy tonight in the first and third period. I'll say that. They were a little bit. They got away from their game. But, you know, when 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 that happens, if Soupy can stand on his head and kind of keep the team in it until they, they get things back on track, I mean, this is a dangerous team. It really is a dangerous team. I'm not going to use the J word that some people use because that seems to really you know, make this team go in, in the opposite direction. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, uh, Chris Johnston? You know exactly what I'm talking about. I believe I also saw Pierre Lebrun tweet that exact same J word today. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, but I am pleased with the way that they're playing, um, and it's just been kind of consistent on a nightly basis. You know, I've <laughs> it's it's been good to see. It's been really, really good to see, and it should give you at least a little bit of hope that you know the way that they the way that teams win the playoffs is similar to the way that they've been winning over the course of the last month so take that i guess um you know if you're not going to be satisfied um with the wins and you want to you know wait until the playoffs sure but at least know that the way they're playing right now is is the style of game that typically wins in the playoffs so you know, it's it's good to see. All right, we'll take one more quick break. When we get back, I'll do a, a little bit of a weekend roundup, actually. We'll do a weekend roundup um, around the league. Lots and lots of news from around the league this weekend. So we'll do all that after a word from our show sponsors. Uh, you're listening here to Locked on Leafs. We'll be back in a moment. 
It's here, the best Monday of the year, Cyber Monday, and Built.com is the place to aim your mouse. Get at least 20% off everything delicious and healthy. That's 20% off site-wide, and even bigger discounts on Built Boost, Broth, and Built Swag. A brand-new Built Bar flavor has landed just in time for Cyber Monday, Caramel Almond Delight, and it is delivers everything it promises. Caramelized chocolate, check. Almonds, check. Delightful, double check. Be sure to get yours before they're gone, just 150 50 calories, 17 grams of protein, and this season, maybe you're craving white chocolate. For a limited time, get a special new Built Bar Puffs flavor, white chocolate cheesecake, the yummy protein treat filled with marshmallowy center covered in white chocolate. It's got 140 calories and also 17 grams of protein. Tis the season to save and to give your taste buds the gift of Built Bar. Get to BuiltBar.com for these incredible tasting new bars and 20% off of everything. Head to Built.com, enter the code LOCKED20 before it's too late. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means, football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this weekend. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. And it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite casino Vegas games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Welcome back to the Locked On These Podcast. Mike DiStefano, the host of this program. Um, so, yeah, let, let's let's get to some news from around the league. We'll do our weekend wrap-up, weekend roundup. Lots of news going on around the NHL. Uh, we'll start out in Montreal where Mark Bergevin out as the general manager. Um, the team is off to a horrid, 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 horrid start after making a miraculous Cinderella run to the Stanley Cup final last season. Um, like, they're just doing brutal. Uh, just quickly try to pull up what exactly their record is as of now, but I know that they are basically almost in last place. Um, yeah, currently in fourth last, they've got 14 points in uh in 23 games so yeah it's not going well for the montreal canadians right now that's for sure i mean they could potentially be in last place based on points percentage uh they, they potentially could be but um yeah things not going well in montreal and finally they get a little bit of clarity mark bergevin out and you know it, it's it's tough because you know bergevin i think has done a lot of good things for that organization but they've just got off to such a tough start. No Carey Price, no Shea Weber, no Joel Edmondson. They lost Phil Deneau. Um, there's just so much that uh, that really is that went against Montreal to start the season. I was never a believer in their coach either, to be quite honest with you. Keep in mind, this team somewhat had their best play when he was out for 10 days through COVID. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I've never been a believer in Dom Ducharme. Uh, but anyway, Bergevin is out, and they've brought in former Rangers general manager Jeff Gordon to take over as the VP of Hockey Operations, um, and he's going to be doing a bit of a, a, a search for a new general manager, but uh, in the meantime, he'll be taking over all duties of a GM. 
But a little interesting nugget that was dropped today by Bob McKenzie on the TSM broadcast is that effectively, essentially, Jeff Gordon is actually going to be the general manager for the Montreal Canadiens, but he's not going to hold the title because he doesn't speak French. Uh, But essentially, all the moves that will be made will go through him. He is at the top of the food chain. So it's almost like a, a Masai Ujiri, Bobby Webster type of thing, it sounds like. So they're going to find their their general manager to call a general manager and to, to be kind of the face, the guy who can speak French. But at the end of the day, um, you know, everyone knows the the decision is going to be made by Jeff Gordon, or at least that's what we're led to believe by Bob McKenzie. Um, kind of a little bomb he dropped today on uh, on the broadcast. So that's interesting. But yeah, so Bergevin out, Jeff Gordon in as the new president uh, our vice president of hockey ops and um, de facto general manager uh, in the time being. A couple other things from around the league. A bit, <laughs> it was a tough weekend for, uh, it's been a tough month really for the Ottawa Senators. They went through the whole COVID situation, which which sucked. They had to take some time off, um, you know, to, to kind of postpone games and get healthy at the end of the day. And then they finally get healthy and, Matt Murray just not playing up to the standards that his uh, $6.25 million contract asks of him. And because of that, Matt Murray found himself on the waiver wire Friday night, or technically Saturday. It was it was reported that it was going to happen Friday and then came to fruition Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. But he was a healthy scratch in their loss to the Ducks. They lost 4 nothing. He was a healthy scratch, which is not typical for goaltenders to be healthy scratches. And then uh, you found out a little bit later in the day um that he was actually going to be placed on waivers so that was that was why because he's no longer going to be part of the team um so he cleared waivers today actually and i believe intends on going to belleville (laughs) i think (laughs) we'll see but uh kind of a tough tough fall from grace here from matt murray who really started his nhl career with a bang two straight stanley cup championships um and then just never was never able to to get it going once he got to Ottawa. It, it's just you know injuries derailed him. Um, it's just really unfortunate. They thought they had the goalie of the future. They they you know put together a, a pretty good trade package to get him. Um, I actually thought they got him for a steal in terms of trade. And then I saw the contract. I was like, oh, that's uh, I don't like that. And uh, it's even worse today as he's now not even playing for them. He's now in the minors. Um, and a large majority of that contract still on the books, despite him playing in the AHL. So that was the first little bit of news that uh, kind of, you know, hit with the Ottawa Senators. And then Saturday night, the game against uh, Winnipeg. Were they playing Winnipeg? I'm trying to remember who they were playing. I can't believe I, I cannot remember who they were playing, but I believe they were playing the Winnipeg Jets. Is that who Brendan Lemieux is currently playing for? I don't know why I can't remember it. No, they're in there in California. They're playing the Kings. So playing the LA Kings and Brendan Lemieux uh, takes a chunk out of Brady Kachuk. They're kind of, you know, getting getting rough, a little, little tussle on the ice. And uh, out of nowhere, Lemieux decides to take a bite out of Brady Kachuk's hand. 
draws blood and everything, and, and Brady was furious, absolutely furious, and of course he is. That's that's just disgusting, first of all. Uh, but Brendan Lemieux offered an in-person hearing, so he could get five-plus games for this uh, for these antics. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening there. I'm sure that'll come down either tomorrow or the day after. Or it could be today for those who are listening to this because you're technically listening to this on Monday. <laughs> so it could be today or, or, or maybe perhaps tomorrow. But, um, yeah, there's no need for this in the game. Absolutely no need to be out there biting like this, at least. You know, if someone's chucking their fingers in, in your mouth and they're trying to, you know, hit the gag reflex, yeah, go ahead, bite away. But to, to just, you know, flat out take a chunk out of somebody's hand like that, um, I'm not, not for me, man. I'm... Yeah, and, and Brady Kachuk went off on Brendan Lemieux in the post game. If you haven't heard it, go and check it out because it's kind of funny. Um, you, you rarely do you hear hockey players really speak their minds and go off like that. Yeah, Brady was pretty fired up. And he's a pretty fired up guy in general, but he really kind of lost his cool a little bit and you know said, uh, said exactly how he feels about Brendan Lemieux. So, you know, he's going to definitely, he's going to get suspended for I don't know how many games, but could be five plus based on the fact that he was given an, an in-person hearing. Uh, but Lemieux doesn't have the greatest reputation around the league. He really doesn't. So I could see this. I could see them throwing the book at him. Just, you know, just smarten up. Smarten up, Brendan. Smarten up. Uh, and then the last little piece of news that uh, that kind of came down today, um, or Sunday afternoon, I suppose, Evander Kane placed on waivers. So Evander Kane was suspended for the first 20 games of the season and San Jose played their 20th game and then had to make a decision on what they're going to do with Evander Kane. Um, it was 21 games anyways. Uh, but Evander Kane, uh, they decided that they do not want him to be part of their, their roster going forward, their main roster. So they've placed him on waivers. Uh, and according to his agent, Dan Milstein, he will report to uh, to the Barracuda if he goes unclaimed. I'm not. I'm assuming he will end up going unclaimed. We'll see. But his agent said, you know, he he looks forward to, um, you know, returning to the NHL and resuming his NHL career at some point. But he will be reporting to Barracuda to the San Jose Barracuda uh, if he clears. Uh, he's got four years left on his deal at seven million bucks a season. So. You know, I doubt anyone's going to be trying to 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 bring that onto their team. I mean, A, it's just a lot of baggage with Evander Kane. It kind of has been, honestly, his whole career, for whatever reason, it's, you know, he hasn't been able to find his footing in a locker room. I'm not exactly sure why that is, but hasn't been able to find his footing. And he's a great player, don't get me wrong. He's somebody who can score 30 goals, but... Yeah, the the San Jose Sharks clearly want to go in a, a different direction, and if someone claims him, that would be helpful to them to get that contract off their books. But I doubt that is going to happen. If anything, he'll clear, and maybe we see team trade for him. I I I, I almost joked about this with a buddy of mine. You know, Evander Kane for Matt Murray. Who says no? I know that Ottawa was in the market for a top six goal scorer earlier in the year. That's what Evander Kane is. But do you want to bring Evander Kane into that Ottawa dressing room? I I just, I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, for Matt Murray, um, it's what, Martin Jones now over in, or no, actually it's not Martin Jones, it's Aiden Hill. I think it's Aiden Hill 
is is the other goaltender, I think. Yeah, I believe they traded for him, right, out of Phoenix or out of Arizona. So it's Aiden Hill and James Reimer. Now, Reimer's actually had an outstanding season, despite getting <laughs> yanked uh, and playing awful against Toronto. He's actually had a really good year. He actually got a shutout tonight. His first game back since being pulled against Toronto, he gets a shutout uh, against Chicago. But, you know, so I don't know if they would entertain, you know, a Matt Murray for Evander Kane, but I kind of joked around and said, eh, that might help out both teams. But we'll see. I, I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> if it happens, hey, it, 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 it came through my mind that it could but I think it's very, very unlikely. All right, that will do it for me here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On These Podcasts on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Locked On Leafs. I'm back with another episode tomorrow, folks. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.